On this episode of the AIE podcast, looking for Raiders and WoW. Swotor. Hmm. Best I can do is 250 XP for two months. Log in and claim your free chapter before it costs you. Great Wars 2. Sensing a theme here. STO. The story carries on and on and on. And we're talking to ourselves. <laughs> All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE podcast. Welcome to episode 268 of the podcast celebrating the Aaliyah Ayaktaest gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my left is MewCow. Greetings, gamers. Hopefully you're still taking care of those alts. <laughs> Makala is not joining us tonight. She said something about having to take some inventory backup work. I think she meant DPS some inventory backup work, but we'll see. And we all know she really snuck off to watch the big sports ball game. No, no, she didn't. She's actually upstairs working. We're going to talk about general goings on in AIE and what we've been up to for the past couple of weeks. All right. Um, so Mew. Just in general, what have you been working on in or out of game in the past couple of weeks? Um, I guess uh, I had some of that down below, but um, lots of WoW. Um, that's that's a pretty much a given. Um, everyone's focusing on Nighthold now, so uh, mm -hmm. I'll get more to that a little later. Um, <clears throat> lots of Overwatch uh, because of the uh, the Fire Rooster stuff, uh, the Lunar New Year. New Year. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, some Final Fantasy uh, trying to do a grinding, which I'll talk about a little later. Cool. All right. And I have been working on WoW and Star Wars. Um, also, been poking at um, Civilization VI a little bit, which I don't have in the later notes. So uh, I got that as a Christmas gift and finally cracked it open and sat down and did a few more. Okay, just just one more turn. Okay, okay, just one more turn. Yeah. And uh, China really needs to learn that if they declare war on me, oh man, you know when I take your first city and you go, uh, peace? No, <laughs> it's just it's it's going down. I'm just going to run yeah. over you. And then Egypt. Egypt tried to backstab me while I was in the middle of finishing off China. Egypt said, oh, we don't like you. We're going to take you out. So Egypt came after me. So I just had to get them off my continent since they put three you know, cities right next. I love it how the computer can put cities right next to you. And if you complain to them, like, we do what we want. Yeah. But if you happen to put a city near theirs, they're like, ah! Yeah, yeah, it's very skewed that way, but I guess that's part of the uh, the difficulty uh, um, change. Yeah, it is, uh, but it it's fun. I, so I essentially cleared the continent. So the only thing that's on the continent I'm on right now is one of the city states that I'm allied with, and all my cities. And that leaves it's a it was a four country um, map, so that leaves England and Egypt over on another continent with the other three city states. Uh, and yeah, it, it, England's getting a little uh, chompy at the bit as well. They're like, we don't like your more war mongering ways. I'm like, 
I didn't start the wars. I just yeah. finished them. Mm-hmm. Th- there's a difference. You know, <laughs> you come after me, I'm going to finish it. Definitely. I could have, you know, I could have, I had sailing high enough that I could have jumped over and taken out the rest of Egypt city, but I'm like, no, they learned the lesson. We'll deal, you know, deal with that later. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be talking more about our gaming shortly, but first let's cover this week's news. AIE news. Interested in raiding in WoW, but don't know how to find a raid group. Check out the LA Octest LFG discord channel or the recruitment sections of the forums. There are a few groups currently needing new members from that list. We have Pepperjack fan club is looking for more raiders. They run Saturdays and Sundays from 12 to 3 p.m. server time. Uh, contact Sinru or Kaylee in-game or at their uh, recruitment thread listed in the show notes. And then we have Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, that's a familiar name, uh, is looking for backup tanks and DPS. They run Monday and Thursday nights from 11.55 p.m. to 2 a.m. server. That's an interesting start time. And uh, oh, that's so that Because otherwise, if you schedule it on the calendar... Oh, right, right. 12 midnight, it falls on the wrong day. Okay, that makes sense. Um, to talk more about this interesting setup, uh, contact uh, Ilmar at, or Bulwark in-game or on the recruitment thread listed in the show notes. If you are looking at running an event in WoW, please let Nevermore know in-game via Discord or the AIE WoW Twitter account, and she'll make sure folks are aware. And in Star Wars news, are you looking to find out what's happening in-game? The Star Wars team publishes a monthly in-game listing each month, and this month's is really, really good. Uh, In preparation for the upcoming patch 5.2, the Star Wars team has decided to help you gear up, level up, and generally speed up your progress in-game. They are providing a 250 experience bonus while you're leveling up. Yeah, 250%. Uh, a 250% command XP bonus once you reach max level. And that will be starting February 7th and run through April 10th. Uh, that'll give anyone that's returning, getting ready for patch 5.2 and players leveling up alts to max level, plenty of time to take advantage of it. And for those with max level tunes, this will speed up gaining command XP considerably, which I know will make Max and Seema very happy as it's a constant topic they touch in, touch on in their podcast. And speaking of their podcast, this week in episode 180 of the Star Wars Escape podcast, AIE Sema and Max the Gray go over the recent development stream, highlighting the new operation that's that's in the works, as well as a few other good things coming to the game in the next couple of months. So this is a great time to get back into Star Wars if you've left for any reason. Um, and like I said, the 250% boost to experience if you've already got the legacy, if you bought the legacy boost to, you know, like, uh, what is it? Uh, story. Exploration experience, story oh, experience. Right, right, yeah. You can do those. And then this 250 XP is on top of it. And while you're leveling up, they give you um, XP tokens as well to boost your XP. So it's on top of that. Nice. So... Um, yeah, if you ever wanted to level your alts or work on your command XP, this is definitely the, the couple of months to focus on it. So I've got my two, I've got 16 characters right now. Two of them are maxed and I've got a bunch in the 50, like high fifties, low sixties, um, that basically got through their class storyline 
and I'm going to push them up, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, and it's definitely a, a good time for this because, you know, with the the, the, big, the heavy hitter, uh, WoW is actually reaching that point where there's not going to be too much going on until the next patch. Everyone's already, you know, currently working on Nighthold, but the content in general is typically done. So it's actually a good time to, to put, pop this up. That's probably why they did it. Exactly. Or in case you're looking for another game to look at during the WoW lull. Uh, we have Final Fantasy XIV. Um, the folks over at Final Fantasy XIV want to remind you that Final Fantasy Friday Fun Night, or whatever version of the name we're using, is going strong. Uh, join us every Friday as we find new ways to run amok in the beautiful land of Eorzea. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to get your pre-order for the newest expansion, Stormblood, which is coming out June 20th of this year. And that that the collector's edition is pretty impressive, pretty pricey as well. But uh, you know they they have a, a pretty nice setup this time around. So definitely look into it before it ends up uh, selling out. Yep. And if you don't have Final Fantasy fourteen because you can't handle another subscription, but you want a nice free to play game once you've bought it, look at Guild Wars two. And there's a reminder: the Lunar New Festival, New Year Festival ends on February 7th, and the new episode of The Living Story starts up. If you log in your tunes before then, you will get the current episode of The Living Story for free. Once episode four comes out, you'll not be able to claim your access for free. Um, ArenaNet is using a time-gated claim system for The Living World episodes. As long as you log in, even with a free account, you will claim your access to the current episode during its release window. In order to play The Living World, you need a Heart of Thorns paid account, which is the expansion for the original uh, Guild Wars 2, but then you can still claim access on that free account and play through it at a later time. Also, be sure to follow up if you log in after February 7th, you'll claim Episode 4. It's pretty smart of them. Yep. And finally, if you don't log in but are interested in the game at a later time, ArenaNet has in the past allowed purchase of Season 2, so I'm guessing a similar system will be in place for latecomers to go through the Living World stories minus Season 1, which is, as of now, is not accessible to anyone and was only playable during its live time. Yeah, it's pretty smart of them to, even if you don't have it, do, to give you a chance, because that'll maybe get people that are on the fence to kind of hop over, give it a try. Exactly. And speaking of other free-to-play games, uh, we move on to STO, Star Trek Online. <clears throat> Captain Civil Star Trek Online news summary for the week ending in February 6, 2017. The new Season 12 Reckoning story arc is moving along nicely. The first featured mission of Signs Importance is in its second week and additional words for each replay. Uh, new space and ground combat and exploration scenarios are featured. Uh, concurrent with Season 12 uh, is STO's 7th Anniversary Daily Giveaways. Um, they happened last week featuring uh, free uniforms, weapons, and other rare older starships uh, released for the occasion. Those listening to Sybil's uh, advice uh, to visit the STO website last week would have access to these perks. Sorry if you missed them, but you snooze, you lose. Uh, uh, our fixer upper uh, Starbase K13 will have an additional uh, feature unlocks available as of last week. See the STO website for details. A 20% off uh, services sale is happening this weekend in the C store. If you need boosts, extra ship or officer slots, better act now. Save those points. 
Uh, don't forget, the AIE fleet's original Starbase, as well as Starbase K-13, are always seeking contributions of material. Do your part by checking out current donation requests in the fleet's in-game menu. Very easy to use. And once again, please check out news, backstories, patch notes, forums, commentary, and other goodies at the Star Trek Online website, StarTrek.com, or StarTrekOnline.com. Until next time, Captain Sybil is signing off. And with that, let's get back to us and find out what's going on with our gaming. Well, like I said, as we've touched on a little bit, um, in WoW, we've both been, since we're on the same raid team, we've both been yeah. doing a lot of raiding. Yeah. Uh, we got the first three bosses in Nighthold down on normal mode, which is good. We were kind of stuck on the third boss, which is the cake boss, my new favorite voiceover raid boss instance it, it did surpass xt mm-hmm. um in ulduar as my favorite just the voiceover work they did for it the comments he makes during the fight like yeah. you can be mad that people are not getting mechanics and still having a good time just from the voiceover work yeah because he's got three distinct personalities and it's kind of funny to listen to the three of them bicker amongst each other too <laughs> exactly yeah yeah um we did uh we did We've done LFR twice, and so we've seen the fight on LFR. Um, and it just LFR doesn't do it justice because once you switch to um, normal mode, then you actually have to do the mechanics. And yeah. we were just having trouble with too much stuff on the ground and not enough of the cleaners cleaning it up. So we made an adjustment on our last pull to move the boss out towards the the outer wall even more. And that left more room in the middle free for when the beam comes out and got him down with no problem. So definitely helped a lot. Yeah. And even though he's called a cake boss, he's not cake. No, he's not. And I've heard the fourth boss is a wall. So we're going to, we're going to skip them until I think LFR comes out. The, the new one comes out this week, right? I think so. It's like every two weeks now instead of every one week. Right. Yeah. So we're going to probably on uh, Wednesday night, we'll hit, both wings of LFR mm-hmm. um, and then go back to doing normal and, and work from there. But it'll be interesting to see those three new bosses on, on the new LFR mode. Yeah. Um, I've got my mage up to artifact knowledge 25. I bought the, the 20 boost um, on my, on Tet, my main character sent it to her. Yeah, and then had just had her start on the the stuff, and then I did the same thing with my DK, um, and he said artifact knowledge twenty three, um, just got him to one ten. He's still going through his storyline. Um, I need to run Darkheart Thicket on normal to advance the storyline, so I've I've just been putting that off for a little bit, um, and then I am going to start working on my Torn Paladin. Next, because I want to get through all the class storylines on, on all the all the characters, but I've heard, and again, I'm not going to spoil it. I've heard that the DK and the Paladin class order hall lines cross at some point, mm-hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see when that happens. Wow, that's interesting. Might have to to do my DK because I'm like you, working on my Paladin as well um, to get that story. So maybe I'll do the DK next. Yep. So what have you been up to in WoW? Um, well, other than the, uh, raiding, um, uh, I have, uh, I have a heroic, uh, raid team on the Alliance side. Um, and, uh, so we've been uh, progressing on that side. I 
it's a little harder to catch up to them because since I primarily focus on our horde side things, um, leaves me a little less time to work on the uh, the alliance side of it. But I did finally catch up um, this week um, to get to the minimum eye level in order to, to jump into Nighthold. And I oh, cool. uh, was able to actually help them kind of blast through. And um, as of uh, Thursday, we actually took down Elisande. Uh, so we're uh, moving along pretty nicely. You know, we didn't even bother going after Gul'dan because it was like, it's like, well, he'll he'll be fun, but you know, we, we you just yeah. didn't have the energy for it. Um, alt wise, um, I have uh, my rogues already um, uh, has been one ten for quite a while. Um, I've been uh, focusing on that one more to get uh, um, trying to get potions and whatnot leveled up, and also gather materials for the raid. Um, but then on the Alliance side, um, for the heroic reading team, I've, uh, got the warrior and went through the warrior, t- um, story. So that was fun. You've, that's, you know, that's your yeah. main. So you're well aware of that one. It's kind of interesting that like certain classes kind of have a leg up in certain areas. The warrior definitely has a leg, a leg up in Stormheim. Um, yeah. And whereas the Druid had a leg up in Valshara. It was, so it was kind of right. interesting. Yeah, exactly. like, like it wasn't like a huge leg up, but it was like little nods here and there. It's like, yeah, like uh, I just I, I want to get Odin his medication though because yeah. he keeps forgetting who I am. Yes, it's always like, kind of funny. Every time he, he like, dude, I'm in here, right here. I'm your champion. You, I yeah. got to prove myself again. You know, both yeah. in the dungeon and in the raid. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, right here. And and even in that, it's like it's like you know when he's when he's pretending who you know the other guy he is, he's like it's like oh yeah by the way it's me. It's like yeah I know it's you. You told me. Oh right, that's right. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. So it's always kind of funny watching a little story, but but uh, so yeah, the the warrior was that focus. And then right now, as I said, I am working on the paladin. Um, it's been an interesting story so far. I've done the three artifact quests, so I've gotten all the weapons. Um, and uh, now I just need to level up a bit so I can get further because it's you know the the rest of the paladin class story is somewhat level gated. So I have right. to get to a certain point and then it'll let me do a bit more, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I just got the, sh- I, I did the protection. So I just did the shield mm-hmm. first and I haven't done Ashbringer or the two ended sword for Holy yet. So I liked Ashbringer. Uh, you'll probably enjoy that one, especially if you know anything about Ashbringer and some of its yeah. past, it, that, that one was pretty enjoyable. Um, I mean, all three of them were pretty fun. It was kind of nice because one of the things that kind of bugged me about some of the other classes, it always seems like it was the same story. We need to get this super weapon. Oh, no, the Legion's going after it. We need to stop them. Okay, we've taken it from them. Yay. Well, the Paladins finally, uh, it's like one of the first classes where they didn't have that trouble. (laughs) But of course they have. They forgot completely about us. We're just going to go over here. and. Well, they had bigger fish to fry, actually. So Yeah. Well, I mean, they did kind of lose one of their main people during the opening cinematic. So, you know, (laughs) kind of. But the other thing is, I guess, coming in 7-2 with the class order hall. um, I know one of the things is you finally get an active six follower, which will be nice. Yes. Yeah, I, I, Uh, I I can feel the lack of that six very. And they said they did that on purpose. They wanted to make you actually have to choose between your fifth on a regular basis, right. but I can feel, I can feel that sixth. This definitely feels like it's missing. So it'll be nice when that's in there. Yeah, I mean, do you always keep one assigned as your bodyguard? Sometimes I do. Sometimes or, it depends on my character. 
Um, okay. my, my stronger ones, I don't. Yeah, even on the stronger ones, like with Tet, um, I've assigned a bodyguard just to carry the... Right now, he has the 100 resource yeah, uh, token and the 50 gold token. So I, every time he completes a world quest, I get an extra 100 class order resources and an extra 50 gold. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. And I, I think I may, it might be the warrior that has one of their um, class order traits is to also get extra resources, too. So now I'm getting 200 on my warrior. Oh, nice. And that's yeah. And apparently, if I can get another one of those vials, you can it can be three hundred. But you know, finding right. those vials is rare. Yeah, yeah. I think I chose instead of that. Is that the on the same tier as the horn that gets you the free complete world quest? I think so. You can pick one okay. or the other. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I figured. Know. Yeah, yeah, but for me, I figured the resources would be long term more useful than just clicking a button and done. Because I mean, <clears throat> you know, it's you're basically missing out on that extra hundred. So I've been able to do a yeah, lot of what, useful things with that. What I've been doing is <coughs> there's an achievement um, for doing the world quests for the bareback brawl and the one in the black Rook, black rook rumble, I think it's called. And you can use the horn to auto complete those without actually having to do them. Mm-hmm. And you get credit for it towards the achievement. Plus, you get honor points and and um, you go up in your PvP rank. So that's what I've been using the horn for. Is generally, if there's on the daily, if there's a PvP tower active, I'll do that. Or if the bareback brawl or the black rook rumble are available, um, I'll use the horn on those just to speed yeah. through those because um, it's. Anymore, it's just about what are the you know what are the four fastest ones I can complete. I'm not even looking at, oh, this gets me you know sixty thousand artifact knowledge versus yeah. twenty gold versus whatever. It's just get it done oh, quick. I can get all those done and we're good. Yeah, you want those caches more than anything else at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm still waiting, and it was interesting because one of the other podcasts mentioned it, and I'm going to have to go find it. Apparently there is a community sourced script that you can run in game to tell you how like, how close you are to your next artifact. Again, it's community source. So who knows how close or accurate it is. Sorry. Yes. Legendary. Yeah. Um, I I actually have that. I can give it to you. Okay. Have you found it's it's accurate at all or so far for all the characters I've checked it on, it's been accurate. But um, okay. I do know for a fact, like um, if you know uh, Kick tri- Tripod, um, yes, John, uh, John, John Horstman, I think his name. Yeah. yeah, he is definitely throwing that whole thing for a loop because if you look him up, I mean, it, it looks like he should have had two by now, and he's got zero. So, oh, he's the one that mentioned it. Yeah, on, on Convert to Raid. Um, yeah, yeah, he should have. I think he said he's like at six hundred ninety. He should have like three by now, and doesn't yeah, have any. Crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, but but so far for me, all of my characters have followed the same pattern. Like they they get the legendary at about a hundred and something, and the second one at about five hundred something. So. Okay, cool. I will have to borrow that and, and take a look at that. Um, that triggered something else. Oh, the other thing I found out, which was really awesome, um, I had gotten the hidden appearance for the protection warrior, mm-hmm. and since I usually do all my world quests on the protection warrior. Uh, I got the achievement for doing the 100 world quests with your hidden appearance. Nice. That unlocks your one, two, three, four. 
the fourth one down, um, it unlocks the third choice in that fourth option down in your, you know, in your weapon appearances. Um, Basically it unlocks the hidden appearance for all your other weapons. Mm -hmm. So like on my arms weapon, I still don't have, no, I got the arms one because you buy it off the the blacksmith. So I had the arms one, but I didn't have the fury one because I wasn't willing to run Trial of Valor over and over and over again, yeah. waiting for Odin to drop the third piece. I have the first two from the world bosses, but I need the the third one. Um, yeah. But what's nice is because I got the, did that world quest achievement with the hidden appearance, it unlocked the third color variation of that hidden appearance. So I don't have to go get that unless I want that color of it. So so you jumped it. Yeah. The two war swords are now two dragon head axes with the spines and tails coming off the end of them, which Mm -hmm. just look amazing. So I have, I have the axe appearance for arms. Um, It looks like I'm trying to forget. I forget what it was, but I had that appearance. Then I had the two dragon head swords and then, the one for um, protection that has an axe on it, as opposed to the mace that I'm using now. I like the the lava shield that I've got because it goes with my transmog. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is an axe and shield one. But for that one, you have to do. I think that's the one where you have to do the 50 PVP battlegrounds, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have mm-hmm. to look it up. But yeah. Sounds about right. So, yeah, I've had my druid one for a while now. Um, so it's and it's kind of a bit fun for druids because when you get a, a, a new weapon appearance, it's a, your character changes. So it's it's kind of fun. And yeah, <clears throat> yeah the the PvP ones look cool, but I just can't see myself really grinding that unless I just no. really bored. And if I'm really <laughs> exactly. getting bored, I'm I'll probably playing another game. So getting all my PvP kills. Um, because there are hid, there are appearance, sorry, color variations you unlock for killing a thousand characters in PvP, mm-hmm. running a hundred dungeons, and then or no, running a hundred um, hundred world quests, and then I think it's fifty dungeons, if I'm not mistaken, is the the other one. I'm close on Something the, like yeah, I'm close on the PvP one just because it counts all the NPCs in the battle towers as PVP kills. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's the only way I've gotten it just because on my warrior, my druid, they're powerful enough that they just, they just mow through that. Any of my other characters, yeah. the rogue can't seem to handle, which is kind of funny. Rogues are usually pretty good at PVP, but for whatever reason, even just going against the NPC PVP, it just doesn't handle it as well as the druid and the warrior do, but that could just be a matter of gear. Gotcha. Actually, yes. All right. Anything else going on in WoW for you? Um, that's probably the focus of it for me. Um, just trying to get some alts up and you know get through all the stories. And you know, once I get done with the the uh, the paladin, I'll probably move on to the DK and then you know onward and onward. Well, I carried my alt itis uh, <laughs> over to Star Wars because it is very easy to alt up in Star Wars. So. What I've I've been working on uh, getting uh, I didn't have a tank character at max level to help run operations and stuff over there, so I'm working on my uh, bounty hunter 
got him through his class storyline and he ended it like 62 with all the experience boosts and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and now I'm working on the Ilum storyline to get him to max level. And then I'll go through make it be from rise of the hut cartel shadows, Revan, and then the, the current expansion stuff. Um, you can run all the operations and stuff without that, but I just like to, I mean, it's free gear and it's command XP once you hit max level, yeah. which has a chance of dropping the better gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nice thing is we, we're getting a ton of um, item level 230 gear, the, the blue quality BOE drops. And so there's a ton of that available to yeah. characters uh, level 66 or higher that's sitting in the, the guild banks. So make sure if you're playing Star Wars with AIE, go check out the guild banks. We have gear for you. Um and then I spent a bunch of time and some credits uh, giving companion gifts to get a bunch of my uh, companions up to level 20 um, just for the extra speed boost on the crafting stuff and, and oh, to run okay. missions faster. Um, it also helps when you're out soloing. The higher level your companion is, the more you can take on. Yeah. Um, I know a couple of the classes, if you get a companion to level 50, you can run a heroic four by yourself without a problem. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, I looked at this because there's a <laughs> spreadsheet on Dolphys too. you know, how many companion gifts you'd have to spend and how much money to do it. And I'm like, no, 20 is good. 20 is a good <laughs> yeah. break point. I may yeah. get a few to 25. The only drawback. And, and again, I've got, um, I actually have two where I have companions at 30, but that was because I was doing the storyline with them and leveling them up through the conversation. So that really helped. Um, But you lose uh, one of them's Mako on my other bounty hunter. So you lose Mako um, and you don't get her back unless you go to the terminal. And uh, once you hit the, the Knights of the Eternal Throne, you don't get her back. Um, Which is weird because my Mako is still there. So I must have bugged out somehow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's Knights of the Fallen Empires where you lose all your companions that you leveled yep. up with and get all new ones. Um, you can go, there's a terminal you can go <gasps> to and say, I want this companion back and buy the companion back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the I just, I'm like, no, they'll come back when they tell the story. It, it's good. Yeah. And um, the big thing is on my trooper, I've been missing uh, Alara Dorn, who is the uh, ex-Imperial who came over and joined joined Havoc Squad. Um, and that was the romance interest, at least for my uh, the male trooper leveling up. And you lose her. And they're like, everyone's like, where is she? I mean, you know, no one, no one knows. Well, they finally said in the new um, 5.2 expansion that she and... I want to say Theron, the um, the hive mind guy that went with the 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 bugs on Alderaan. You get those two companions back, um, but it also depends on which side you choose on. And and this is what this is what's interesting is they finally said, okay, we've had two quote unquote expansions of the alliance. Now you're taking your alliance to um, the planet where you um, have to deal with um, Scorpio and you choose once you're on that planet to side with the Alliance or the empire, even if you're 
a Republic character, you can side with the Imperial side, or if you're an Imperial character, you can side with the Republic side, and then all your companions and everything react accordingly to the choices you've made of helping the one side out versus the other. So um, I'm definitely on my main, you know, on my, my sorcerer is Imperial. He's going to stay Imperial. My troopers Republic, he'll stay Republic. But some of the other characters like the bounty hunters or the smugglers might just flip sides and do a cross faction thing just to see how the story goes. So, yeah. I can see that definitely on the bounty hunter because depending on how you play your bounty hunter, I mean, they're, they're very neutral. They're just like, you know, whoever yeah. gave me the money, you know, it's like, I'm not in the period of lap dog, et cetera, et cetera. I just, you know, go where the money is. So exactly. I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I've been working on most recently is um, in star Wars, when you buy a stronghold, you get a chance to decorate it and you get a bunch of initial stuff to start off. And then as you, progress through the storylines um either through exploration or through achievements and stuff like that you get more um stuff unlocked that you can put on display in the the stronghold um and when you the more you decorate the stronghold um the more you contribute uh for conquest when you do the uh, the conquest weeklies you get a bonus for how decorated or improved your stronghold is so um the most you could do is uh, i think you can actually get 100 percent with four strongholds if they're completely decorated and unlocked huh. but um right now i'm at like eight percent with the the strongholds i have unlocked just because i haven't bothered decorating them yeah. so i'm going through um every when you go to the fleet there's a vendor that says, Hey, here's a quest for you to go purchase a stronghold. And then it's a little, you basically follow that through. And then when you, as you're doing that, you get more decorations unlocked and things like that um, as you go through it. So it's essentially a free way of getting more decorations. Well, there's really no point in getting more than five strongholds, but you can take the char- multiple characters through that, do those unlocks and all that stuff goes into your uh, essentially your character wide stronghold decorations. So you get a ton of free stuff to put in your strongholds without having mm-hmm. to spend any credits on it. So uh, I'm going through and doing that right now and, and um, basically logging the characters and accepting the quest. You don't have to buy a, new, a stronghold if you already have one. You just have to go visit that stronghold and then they're like, oh, here's all the stuff that comes after it. So. I'm doing that on all my higher level tunes uh, right now. And then as I level them up um, with the 250% command XP, I will be um, going back and decorating them some more. So yeah, have you, man. have you been playing star Wars at all? Or have you been mostly focusing on final fantasy? More on final fantasy. I, I do occasionally pop into star Wars, but it's, it's more um, like as far as like the strongholds go, for example, I've pretty much been focusing all my efforts on just one stronghold. Because it's a neutral, mm-hmm. uh, Narshada. So, right. yeah, I've been just pouring everything, all of my characters into that because it has, you know, it has a, a the all the all the banks I need has a you know the market uh, interface and you know mail and even has some gathering nodes in it. So it's kind of a nice central spot because all the characters can get to it, and like, it's mostly decorated with all the companions because it has all the hollow yeah. companions everywhere. So it's kind of funny. But uh, um, I, I borrowed a, a stolen idea from Max because he said, oh, yeah, I just designated a room 
in one of my strongholds and it's just the whole room is gathering nodes because that's one of the things you unlock when you when you take characters through is you get um each the the lockbox the plant and the crystal Mm -hmm. so i've got like six of those gathering nodes of each type. So this one room is just all you walk in and it's all, here's the crystals, here's the plants, here's the lock boxes, here's the dash pile over here. <laughs> so it's just a room of gathering nodes that all my characters yeah. can share. Yeah. It's pretty useful. It's a pity they put that cooldown on it though, but probably so yeah. you don't just sit there and click it for over and over. Oh, forever. Yeah, exactly. They want you to actually go out in the world. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, not, not as much time in, in Star Wars as I want, but with the, the 250 bonus, I'll probably try to spend more time in there and take advantage of that. Very cool. So what have you been up to in Final Fantasy fourteen and Overwatch? <clears throat> so for the most part, um, just kind of hanging out and uh, uh, doing the, the MGP grind or the, the Manderville gold points grind. Uh, the, there's a place in Final Fantasy fourteen called the Gold Saucer. It's sort of a leisure area, um, you know, very much like a, you know, like a casino, I guess you could say. And uh, <clears throat> the the currency you earn there isn't like real money. You you are essentially, get, you know, getting casino points. But uh, instead of, and not only do you use the points to to play the games, but you can then once you start earning a ton of it, you can start buying mounts, um, costumes, weapons, <clears throat> all kinds of fun stuff. It's it's for the most part, all cosmetic. You're not going to, you know, get some kind of super piece of gear from there, but uh, you can get a lot of fun stuff there. And uh, so one of the things that <clears throat> I've been focusing mostly on is the, the Cactopot um, lottery cards. It's kind of a scratch off thing. And I've kind of figured a, a good uh, method for finding the, the higher paying ones. And then of course the, they have the weekly lotto drawings, um, which I haven't really won anything yet, but you know, still fun to play with and <clears throat> just, for the yep. most part, that's been my focus. I'm I'm at a point where I've essentially finished um, I've finished all the main story except for the last little bit that came out with the last expansion, or not expansion patch, and it, the the eye level jump that they're requiring is big enough that you know it'll take a long time to to grind it out. So until I grind that out, I can't do right. the final dungeons. There's two two more dungeons they added with that patch. Um, so I need like another 15 eye levels before I can get up there and it'll take a little while to get there because it's, <clears throat> it's kind of near the end of the cycle. So you basically have to raid or grind these two high level dungeons over and over to actually get anything. Cause you're kind of past the point where gotcha. you're not going to, you're not going to be able to get much with crafting unless you happen to have millions and millions and millions of gill. Um, so, so you're either grinding money to buy that or you're just going to grind dungeons and, and uh, raids. So gotcha. So yeah, just kind of trying to hang out, trying to participate in the uh, the Final Fantasy Fun Nights. Uh, a little harder for me because you know, from uh, I get in a little later, and a lot of people have already, uh, you know, they've already been playing for a while. Um, so it's it's not always as easy. But you know, the, the group in general tries to do dungeons and you know any kind of you know things like treasure maps or you know whatever other group of, uh, stuff they can do. But uh, Every Friday, definitely recommend if you're uh, at all interested to, to pop into that. Um, cool. Very cool. Uh, as far as Overwatch, um, they have the uh, Lunar Festival event, the the Fire Rooster. So I've been spending a lot of time, well, not a lot of time, but as much as I can, um, uh, playing Final Fantasy, not Final Fantasy, ah, 
um, playing Overwatch, uh, the Fire Rooster. Um, they added a new mode called Capture the Rooster, Capture the Flag. Um, it's uh, it's it's in the uh, the brawl section. It's a special event. They're they're they said they don't plan on making it a regular mode, um, and I can see why. Um, the characters of Overwatch are kind of overpowered um, for something like Capture the Flag. Uh, <clears throat> they their powers just make it a little too easy. Um, certain characters just have speed powers or teleport powers or boosts or whatever. You know, once they get that flag, they're gone, and we, there's nothing you can do to stop them. And you know, that right. uh, I can only imagine that it would be an extreme headache trying to balance that. And they would probably have to do something special to characters in Capture the Flag. Like they they couldn't balance the whole game just to make this one mode work. Um, so that's probably because. From what I've read, uh, they've they've ha- tried to get capture the flag in there in the very beginning. Like they they were working on it before it was even launched, and they just couldn't make it work. It was the, the balance issues were just so extreme that they just shel- shelved it. And so it's one of those things where it might come back in the future, but it's going to be one of those special brawls that'll just pop up. So, gotcha. But uh, <clears throat> um, I mean, uh, if you do uh, uh, do the brawls every week. Um, for every three games you win in the brawl section, the, in the arena section, you get a loot box. So mm-hmm. every, every week I basically try to get my nine wins and I get three bonus loot boxes on top of whatever you're getting for leveling. So that's, that's oh, how cool. you grind loot boxes in overwatch. Um, right. Otherwise you're just leveling. Um, and you can buy them of course, but it's not quite as fun, but uh, yeah, the, the capture yeah. of the flag has been fun. I mean, it's, it's a fun thing. It's just one of those things where it's really easy for it to steamroll. Um, or it's really easy for yeah. people just to, to turtle. You know, it's to where they just sit there and defend their flag like crazy. Then it ends up being a draw, and it's just one of those kind of funny things. But it's been a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, it's my a little cool. bit of my little bit of free time. That's pretty much what I've been up to. Very cool. So. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it then. Um, anything else you wanted to cover before we <clears throat> close the show? No, um, just uh, you know, I hear there's some kind of a sports ball thing going on that probably <laughs> everyone might be paying a, a bit of attention to. So, yeah, we'll see what's going on over there. But, yep. Yeah. Well, we just wanted to keep our schedule fairly regular and make sure we were hitting the the two week stretch. So, sure. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. And while the chat room, if anyone is there since Aludra left, bye Aludra. Uh, <laughs> begin suggesting show titles. We actually may have to come up with our own this week. Uh, We'd like to thank them for joining us each time for the podcast. And if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the Bucow. Makala is at CyberWave. Tetsemi is at, at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 uh, p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on the website, um, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream and our Discord server for chat at uh, bit.ly slash aie-podcast-discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including 
Oops, looks like the mailbox is a little bit empty right now, but there is a reminder if you have a short segment that you like play it like played on the show, be sure to send it into that email address that you just mentioned. In two weeks, we'll be talking to someone about something, so stay tuned and we'll figure that out. So until then, AIE, this is Mucal. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>